Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom-designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome in my beautiful friend. Thank you so much for stopping by today. I am excited to share today's episode with you as I think it's going to be one that will inspire some self-reflection and self-awareness. Often we don't notice things in our life until someone points them out to us. And I feel like God has got a few aha moments coming your way. I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, soak it up. How would you say you react under pressure? Are you someone who tends to fly off the handle easily? Are you the zero to 100 up the scale of emotions person? Do you maintain composure and calm even when the pot is being stirred? Or do you crumble into a pile of anxiety and nerves whenever things start to feel a little intense? It's true that we all likely react in various ways depending on the situation. But how do you explain the people who seem to keep cool as a cucumber, even when fires keep flaring up around them? How do they do it? It would be a fair assessment to say that the way you are quote unquote wired has a lot to do with that. Some people are naturally fiery and some are naturally calm. That is true. And yes, that certainly does impact things, but there is a very important component to your inner self that we can often overlook and we don't often seem to talk about. And that, my dear friend, is the state of your heart, the part of you that no one else can see until pressure is applied and the state of its health is on full display. I want to use a really cool metaphor today to help you remember the teaching that we are discussing. We are going to be comparing your heart, your inner self, your nature to a sponge. Yep, a sponge. I love this because now every time you go to do some dishes or clean up a mess, you are going to be reminded about what God is wanting you to learn about your heart. It's going to inspire that self-reflection, and keep you growing forward. Okay, so a sponge. What is a sponge designed to do? Well, it's simply meant to soak things up, right? A dry sponge can soak up a lot of liquid, and that liquid stays inside the sponge until what? Until it is squeezed out under pressure. You could pick up a wet sponge and never know what is inside of it until you squish it out. I bet you already know where I'm going with this today. 
Your heart, my dear, is a lot like a sponge. Your heart soaks up whatever it is that it is exposed to and surrounded by. It holds it inside and releases that out when under pressure and squeezed. So I'm curious, what has your heart been soaking up? Because whatever it is, that is what has been flowing out of it. Proverbs 4 verse 23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Here's where we get to do a little self-reflection. If you are not happy with what flows out of your heart, then my friend, we need to start thinking about what we are allowing it to soak up. Our verse today advises us to guard our hearts. Our hearts are essential to our mental well-being, our mindset, and our inner peace. We can't have an open-door policy on our hearts. We have to be super intentional and super selective about what we allow in. Girl, your heart requires a bouncer, a filter that will keep it healthy and full of only the good stuff. Your heart needs to be guarded for everything that doesn't reflect what God wants flowing out of us. You want to be full of the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? Well, those are the things we want spilling out of us and onto others when we are tested and under pressure. But dang, that can be hard at times. So how can we make it possible? How do we make the shift? How do we adjust what flows from our hearts? Remember, we need to start thinking about what we are putting into it, what we are soaking up. I want you to take a few minutes. You can do this right now or when you're done listening, but either way, pause me if you need and consider what traits you tend to display most often when challenged or under pressure. Be honest with yourself. Are things like impatience, intolerance, jealousy, envy, selfishness, greed, stubbornness, resentment, frustration, anger, criticism, judgment, comparison, anxiety, worry, are those things flowing from you? When push comes to shove and you are being squeezed, when life is putting pressure on you, what comes out? When your kids are pushing your buttons or when your husband is dancing on your last nerve, when your coworker just did that super irritating thing again, when your day is not going the way you had planned, how do you react? What flows out of your heart? Do you see Jesus in your reactions? No. If your actions do not reflect his heart, then girl, maybe it's time to start changing what you are soaking up because it's really easy to blame your reactions on being just the way you are, but really that's a cop-out. The reality is that you cannot change what happens all around you, but you can change the way you react to what is happening. That's an intentional choice, hinging upon how you choose to nourish your heart. Because a spiritually healthy heart allows all the good stuff to flow out, 
even when under tons of pressure. I want you to now take a moment to think about what you take in in a day. And this can be through your eyes, your ears, your surroundings. What types of stimuli and information are you exposing yourself to? How much social media are you consuming? How much news media are you watching? Is the quality of the shows you view wholesome or trashy? What are you reading? Who do you spend your time with? What types of activities are you continually engaged in? All of these facets act as inputs and they make a huge impact on our outputs. My sister, I think this is exactly why we are warned to guard our hearts because what we are around is what we soak up. We are sponges. We can't help it. It's what we are designed to do. And it is reflected in what spills out. You can't put in goodness and spill out garbage. It just doesn't work like that. What goes in comes out. Have you ever watched a show that had a really disturbing storyline or too much violence and felt unsettled after? Have you ever spent time with a toxic person and left feeling like you were carrying a heavy burden? Have you ever scrolled social media only to set your phone down feeling a bit empty and lacking? That's not a coincidence, my dear. That's a direct result of soaking up what isn't meant to be part of your heart. I want you to notice that in our verse, this isn't just a wishy-washy recommendation. Our verse says, above all else, guard your heart. Meaning that this is of utmost importance. My sister, if you don't filter what you consume through a lens of Christ, then you can never really be surprised if the characteristics that the enemy desires flow from you. How can you feel calm if you are soaking up chaos? How can you feel confident if you are soaking up comparison? How can you feel complete if you aren't soaking in the presence of Christ? Here we are living in a world that offers so much temptation And not only is the temptation everywhere, it's also often the easier choice to make. But the right choice is what will ultimately fill our hearts with the fruit of the Spirit. And isn't that worth a little effort? I challenge you today to guard your heart, seriously, to intentionally guard it from anything the enemy tempts you with. I want you to put on a filter of Christ today, asking yourself if the conversations you are engaged in are representative of his heart, assessing if the things you choose to view align with his desires, if the content you select brings glory to his name, if your reactions to what is going on around you honor him. And then if those things don't, Decide and commit to make some different choices. Your heart is going to soak up whatever it is you immerse it in today. So don't be surprised by what pours out. You can absolutely become a different person, one more closely in line with who God created you to be. 
But part of that transformation is ensuring that you are soaking up more of his spirit than whatever it is that you are surrounded by. You may not be able to get yourself out of a toxic situation today. That might take more time and more prayer and more patience as you wait for God to work all of this for good. For example, you might be in a workplace right now that is very negative. You might be in a relationship that isn't healthy. You might be in a season of life where your kids are bringing on challenge after challenge and you don't know how you're going to make it through. But your main job today is to guard your heart, to fill it to capacity with God's goodness, to leave no room for the characteristics of the enemy. This is how even in the midst of chaos and destruction and heartache, some people seem to remain so strong. It's not because they have a superpower that you don't. It's because they are soaking up the superpower of Almighty God. And even in the struggle, they still seem to be able to pour out His goodness. It's His peace that surpasses all understanding. No matter where you are right now, what season you are in, and what struggles you are facing, you've got a thirsty heart, my sister. So let's soak in some of God's love right now as we pray together. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for gathering us here together as a community of girls who want to faith this day of life. Lord, we are so honored and so blessed to have an almighty father who just wants to give us so much goodness. And you want us to be able to soak in and just sit in this goodness that you want to provide us with this hope and this joy and this peace that surrounds you. But Lord, we know that it is so tempting in our world, in our culture to be tempted by all these other things that distract us from you and take up our time and our mental energy and leave us feeling empty because when we soak in other things, it's not surprising that what flows out of us are not the fruits of your spirit. So God, please just keep us mindful today that whatever it is going on around us, please let us prioritize soaking up your word, your goodness, your wisdom in confidence, knowing that that will overflow into all of the areas of our life where struggle and temptation and things like that are remaining. You know, we just come to you again. We come to you looking for strength today and for courage and guidance and wisdom, asking you to lead us in the direction that you have designed us to go, Lord. And we are going to ask you today to just prompt us, to compel us throughout the day, to be continually thoughtful of what it is we are taking in, what it is we are soaking in, because ultimately what we take in is what flows out. So if we want more of you flowing out of us, if we want people to see Jesus, to see you when they see us, then we've got to get really good at filling our hearts with your word, with your wisdom, with your love. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, my friend, thank you so much for joining me here today. And I hope that you will consider joining me here again next week as we jump into June. 
I wish you all of God's blessings from my heart to yours. Bye for now. 